You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. It is time for sports with Scott. Yes, it is. Scott, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good a good week for sports. Actually, we'll start with the um, the NHL. Um, the President Cup winner, uh, Florida Panthers, have beat the Washington Capitals 4-2 to advance, and this is the first series win since 1996, first playoff series win since 1996. That's so amazing. Cool of them to kind of break that curse. They have a tough road ahead of them. Their next, uh, their next competition is the Tampa Bay Lightning, the back-to-back champion Tampa Bay Lightning. I would hate to see Tampa take it again. And of course, there's the President's Cup trophy curse. Yes, yes. So making it out of the first round for a team that hasn't, and then also has that, that curse saddled to them, uh, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible, the Panthers. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning um, took the Toronto Maple Leafs to seven games and finally beat them uh, in a 2-1 Game 7 victory. This is Toronto's 18th straight season without a playoff series win. The last time they did was 2004. Um, the big names, big forwards uh, uh, in that Game 7, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, uh, William Nylander, and their 60-point centre, 30-60-point centre, Austin Matthews, all quiet. All quiet in Game 7. Yeah. Could not... We're not scoring points. We're not. We're not putting up assists or goals, um, and that was a decisive factor, really, in that game. Yeah. Um, locker room is allegedly, according to multiple sources, Mitch Martin himself as well, sick and tired uh, of not being able to advance over the last few seasons, um, especially because they were in this exact situation almost a year ago to the date um, when they went down to the Montreal Canadiens uh, mm. three to one in their game seven. So disappointing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They hope to rebuild. And come back next year, but that's what they said last year. Yeah. So we're we're <laughs> tough time to be a Maple Leafs fan. It is a tough time. Well, <laughs> it's almost constantly a tough time to be a Maple Leafs fan. Um, Colorado swept the Nashville Predators to um, they'll play they'll play the St. Louis Blues in the next round, um, and Edmonton took uh, the Los Angeles Kings to seven games and will play the winner today of who wins today in Game Seven between the Dallas Stars and the uh, number one seeded Calgary Flames. Who do you hope wins? I I I think the the Flames. If they don't take make it out, make it out of the first round against against the Stars, who are only really in the playoffs because Vegas couldn't put it together down yeah. the stretch. If, if Calgary loses here, it's going to be very embarrassing for them not to make it out of the first round. Yeah, um, but they and, won't. And if they if they win, we get a battle of Alberta, and I'm so that that oh will be God. a very exciting <laughs> matchup for sure, um, um, and probably one that we haven't haven't seen competitive in a long, long time. No. Really, it, it's it's kind of been one sided where Edmonton's been dominant for. A long time in Calgary was kind of dominant between the two phases of Edmonton being dominant. So having them both be good at the same time is actually an exciting prospect yeah. for uh, West Coast hockey fans. Um, Carolina uh, will play the winner of the New York Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins, and that's also being played today. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm, my money's on um, New York. I think that they, uh, the, the Penguins have an older squad. You know, they're looking for that veteranosity to get them over the hump, mm. but. Uh, Adam Fox is too good a defenseman, I think, for the New York Rangers to really lose a plot here. And actually also with a career year from Igor Shishyorkin in, in, mm. in the net. So I yeah. think we'll be seeing the uh, Rangers take it out. Um, moving on to the NBA briefly, the Warriors will play the winner of Suns Mavericks, which is being played at 12pm today. And the Heat, the Miami Heat, will play the winner of Bucks Celtics, which is being played as we speak. Um, both of those series go into their Game 7. Um, despite losing the, to, the, to the Golden State Warriors, the Memphis four Memphis Grizzlies in that series have entered the top ten in playoff points for the franchise of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, a grim indicator for the, the past of, of the Grizzlies, <laughs> but a, a very positive indicator for the future. Uh, Jar Morant there, I think, leads the, um, the four of them who are entering. Uh, moving briefly to the NFL, of course, we had the biggest schedule release, but the top story in the NFL is that former Louisiana State University star Jarvis Landry, who recently was released from the Browns uh, and has also played for the Dolphins, 
joins the Honey Badger, Tehran Matthew, and also an LSU product, uh, and joining the New Orleans Saints. It's a bit of a hometown reunion. It's quite significant as well because, of course, both those people went to LSU with current free agent Odell Beckham Jr., who also went through the uh, Louisiana high school ranks and then came to play for LSU. So are we seeing a three-peat LSU-Louisiana homecoming? Um, we don't know. We couldn't find out. It's worth pointing out that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. went to the same high school, not the same time, of course, uh, as both Peyton and Eli Manning, and their nephew, Arch Manning, is currently the top quarterback recruit for next year. It's looking like he's going to be going to Georgia. He's been highly, highly scouted since he was 14 years old, um, and it's, it's, they're very excited to see where he goes. Schedule releases. Um, Russell Wilson will get his revenge game. He's looking forward to that. Uh, Denver will play at Seattle uh, on Monday Night Football in Week 1. And Carson Wentz, the former Eagle, former Colt now, current Washington Commander, as they've been renamed, um, will have to face his demons in person as he plays not only his old team, uh, both his old teams, he plays Philadelphia twice and Indianapolis once, but his former head coach in uh, Doug Peterson, who's taken over the Jacksonville Jaguars, He'll play them as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can atone for his, his mistakes in the past. I'm not so not so uh, optimistic. Uh, in the NRL, very, very disappointing weekend, as it feels like it is every weekend. Four tries in 17 minutes for the Warriors, and that's still not enough to separate them from the South Sydney Rabbitohs as they go down 32-30. Um, significant because at halftime they were down 26-6, so a nice, a nice kind of... Um, Finish there, and if some some analysts are calling it the all time. It could have been the all time great comeback if it managed to pull it off. Uh, a last minute two point conversion didn't go through, and that kind of prevented the game from being tied. Um, edge defence was a disappointing factor for the Warriors. Really disappointing factor. Um, both sides were highlighted very early on in the game. Um, another the name I talk about a lot on the show, Dejan Arce. Uh, he's you know he's a third week warrior now. He made a strong debut two weeks ago. Um, he really kind of exemplified the team's performance. He Pretty disappointing first half where it seemed like a lot of the uh, offensive miscues, he was right there in them. Um, but he was also, when, when things started to clean up later on, he was starting to clean up later on. He actually set up Marcelo Montoya for a beautiful try and then scored one himself. So disappointing um, start to the offense, but he managed to clean up in, in, the, uh, in the second half. Uh, Nathan Brown is, of course, as coach, he's disappointed. Um, but they're looking forward to next week on the basis of the strong finish they had this week. So if they can continue that form going into next week, That'll be uh, the, the go for the Warriors, and hopefully it can revitalise and, and cause a spark. Super Rugby. Super Rugby, we've got a fantastic week for the, uh, for the New Zealand teams. Um, I'll start with the obvious story that everyone, everyone here in Dunedin will love. The Highlanders, 61-10 over the force. The Western force go down like a Led Zeppelin. Um, Sam Gilbert has not played uh, at first five since his days in high school. He comes in and he goes eight from, from nine, um, slotting the uprights. Uh, from a 22. Um, Tony Brown, being a kicking first coach, of course, is beaming down on him. Um, their, their position in eighth actually is solidified as well after a Chiefs last-minute stunner against the Melbourne Rebels. Ollie Norris, the prop who has never scored a try before now, comes in, comes in to score at the 80th minute uh, for the Chiefs to prevail in Melbourne over the Rebels 33-30. Um, and that actually gets keeps uh, the Highlanders separate from the Rebels who are in ninth place in the Highlanders' nights. So they've actually moved away and they're looking like they've got an almost secure playoff position. Um, that'll be helped as well. The Crusaders uh, systematically dismantled the Brumbies <laughs> um, and to re- kind of claim, reclaim their top form, and they're now tied in points with the Brumbies. Uh, they're in third, of course, on win differential. 
but they can move clear next week. Um, the Blues play the Brumbies, and it's and the Blues continue their strong form, obviously. Uh, so could be a potentially a victory for the... I'm predicting a victory for the Blues, kind of mm-hmm. moving clear. So the Crusaders move second as well, because they have a, a game against the Drua. So I think it's a very safe win for them to move to the top. If there is, if there is an upset... Um, well, I think I think Crusaders fans will never live it down losing to Drua. So <laughs> we're hoping to see a very interesting, interesting picture, but it looks like the Highlanders are very safe in eighth at the moment. Let's hope they can continue their form going into the end of the year. I think that's everything I've got for sports this week. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Scott. Um, very, very uh, good rundown. You're, you're across it all. Oh, what can I say? It's it's. Um, you're a sports guy. I'm a sports guy. I'm the sports guy. <laughs> now, just before we go uh, into the next uh, track... <laughs> this is completely unrelated to sports, but I just want to know your take on something. If you had run into E.T. when you were young, say like 10 or 11 years sure. old, what do you reckon, you know, because the movie E.T., yeah. I befriend E.T., I don't think that would have happened to everyone. What do you think you and your friends would have done to E.T. had you run into him? Or them? Oh, what me and my what me and my friends would have done? Yeah, I, you I, personally. I, see, I, I would have been one to leave it well alone because it's a, I, I thought E.T. was always quite creepy looking in the first place. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> my friends are there, though. I don't, I don't know. I... Will we give him a beer, probably? I mean, you're 10, you're 10, 10, 10, 10 or 11, 10 or 11, I feel like... Yeah, no, we'd get our, our dads, our dads be like, yeah, give him a beer, he'd be, he'd be safe, he'd be safe. <laughs> uh, there you go. I, so I was saying, like, oh, we would have, like, hit him with a shovel, and everyone's, like, <laughs> responding with these really wholesome things. I feel like I'm the arsehole. Anyway... Anyway, <laughs> he's never so in a space. I feel like he could be he could be a dangerous weapon. I think the yeah. shovel response is fair. Yeah, fair enough. Well, anyway, thank you so much, Scott, for coming in. Sports with Scott. Here. Tune in for Sports with Scott next week as well. In the meantime, here's Saltwater. That was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.